Hey guys, welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Why don't we start with our segment, What's the Haps? Hey. Hey, what's the haps? I'll go first. What's happening in my life? You know, we have two dogs now. This new dog that we adopted, pretty smart in that she can jump the fence outside. She's figured out how to do that. But secondly, she has like a room, but it has a sliding door on it. So she's figured out how to hit the door over and over again to give it a little bit of space and take her nose <laughs> and open it. Where the bulldog, Stanley can't do that because his nose is flat. So she, so we go, okay, fine. We had a crate for when she was a puppy that we've now turned into basically a door shape, and we put it up over that crack. Now she's figured out how to push that to the side, knock the door open, and then use her. We can't keep her in her room. She's not going to be contained. Yeah. And they're doing pretty good without fighting. We got to late last night with no incident. They'd played together perfectly all day. But then when there's like a toy or there's a treat, <laughs> she's so guard she guards it so much. And she took Stanley's toy, and then Stanley was like, hey, I'd like that toy back. And then rah, 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 you gotta pull him apart again. But I feel like we're doing slightly better. But our life at home is all dogs all the time right now because we have a puppy that's six months old who's pretty big for a six month old, and then we have a puppy-ish dog who's like a year and nine months old. But we're getting through it. But that's my what's the haps. Hey, hey what's the haps? Amy, what's the haps with you? Well, just part of activities with the kids is baking. That's the big spring break adventure. Yeah, I was going to say, yesterday on the show, you said they were having spring break right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they have it, but you have to work. Yeah, my husband's working. I'm working. It's business per usual for us. So then for them, we're like, oh, no, like, what do we do? So we're baking, like, it's a lot of fun. My daughter is super into it, and we baked a pie, and she even brought some for y'all. So what, there's pie here. Oh. Yeah. Well, oh. she did these cute. She, she's I like she was, uh, you know, trying out new things. So instead of just putting it in a normal pie crust, which she did, <laughs> she also put some in this like little cupcake cups mm-hmm. with no crust and then just poured the pie thing in there and baked it. And Come it's on. so good. I'm like, these are this is genius. That would be really cool if you taught her to love to bake because then you benefit. Yes. Like if she just do stuff by herself. Yeah. Well, she wants to start selling it, of course. And she had her. She's always hustling, man. I know. (laughs) I love that. She had. So my husband and I were talking to her last night. We're like, so there's this one little cupcake thing. And we said, so how much do you want to sell it for? And she's like, well, let's just go around to the neighbors and 15 bucks. We're like, for the whole thing? And she's like, no, per thing. And now, so it's the whole concept of money. It's like, no, we just heard to tell her nobody's going to pay $15 for this. I put my wallet. I was like, yeah, of course not. (laughs) Cupcake. (laughs) But yes, she is always trying to think of ways to make money. All right. Thank you very much. Hey. Hey, what's the hat? Go check in with Eddie. Eddie? I'm on a mission, guys, to find myself a four-leaf clover. Yesterday when I got home, my whole yard was covered in clovers, and I'm like, I'm going to find a four-leaf clover. I spent four hours, uh, not all in a row, but four hours yesterday complete because the boys were playing basketball. I'm like, looking, 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 looking. Didn't find one. Well, today's the last day. It doesn't count. (laughs) Is that right? After St. Patrick's Day, no more. (laughs) See, I didn't know that. So today I'm getting back there, and I'm going to be busy. I'm going to find one. Why? Just because I've never found one. But is that being busy? Yeah, Eddie always talks about how busy he is, and he has four hours to look where four leaf clover. Well, my boys like to play basketball, and they're like, watch this shot, Dad. So the fact that I'm outside and I can be like, oh, cool shot, guys, and keep looking, it's a win for me. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> hey, what's the hat? 
Lunchbox? Well, my father-in-law is really starting to offend me. Every time we talk on the phone or FaceTime with him, he makes a comment. Hey, you thought about getting rid of that car yet? Hey, you thought about getting rid of that 05 Ultima yet? Ah, uh, you know, that 05 Ultima is not going to last very long. Like, hey, man, my car still runs. What's the problem with it? Is it because his grandkids? Oh. I, maybe his grandkids and his daughter ride in it, mm-hmm. and so he's maybe a little bit worried. But, yes, it has 208,000 miles on it, and I just, I'm like, hey, man, don't worry. It's still running, but he makes a comment every single time. He slides in that little jab about the 05 Ultima. Have you had any incidents with the car where it's breaking down or anything's? No, I mean... Not for years. I haven't had any problems with it. You know, you just had to do tune-ups every once in a while, oil change, get those tires balanced and rotated. <laughs> it runs like a charm. Well, I'd like to inspire you for a second. Okay. If you can get that thing up to 250,000 miles, I think they'd probably go. I think this is someone we'd like to do a little little work with. Like, then the car company, if you have that 250,000 miles, I think you could get, get some Instagram ads, maybe oh. a TV commercial. Yeah, I mean, because I've kept her in good shape. She is looking what? good. Well. Don't tease him with a TV commercial. <laughs> well, I'm saying I think they'd want to work with them if, if he kept their car going for 250,000 miles. Impressive. I agree, but it's like, like can, you're dangling yes. out there in front of him. No, like he just said, I'm going to get a TV I commercial. I, I'm going to go back exactly to my father-in-law and be like, yo, exactly. you think this is bad? I'm going to be on TV. Then what are you going to say? Mm-hmm. But I think there's something to that. Okay. All right. Good luck, Lunchbox. Thank you. Okay, friends. Let's open up the mailbag. Bobby's Mailbag. Hello, Bobby Bones. My name is Trey. I'm 20 years old. I recently started working in a grocery store and have a really big crush on a coworker, but I'm not sure if asking out a coworker these days is an option. I normally wouldn't hesitate to ask her out, but... I don't want to cause any drama. I don't want to get in trouble. I feel like she likes me too. She flirts back with me, but who knows? My friends told me that I should just forget about it because if it doesn't work out, then I'll be out of a job. At this point, I don't really care that much about the job. I can get another job, but I can't find girls that I really like. So what do you think I should do? Signed, Trey. Been there. Listen, when I was 22... In Austin, I dated people that worked at the radio station, like 21 and 22-year-old interns. It wasn't a big deal at the time, but it's just a slightly different environment now. I would say as long as the ranking system is the same, if you guys have the same job, on the one of you don't oversee the other one. That's where the trouble comes in. If you're her boss or she's your boss, that's where you could get in trouble. That's the one thing I would say to avoid. Two is make sure that it's allowed. And if you check off both of those boxes, then you're free to do it. It's probably not going to work out. It's probably going to be uncomfortable, but that's a lesson (laughs) you got to learn. Well, he already said he's willing. He's not worried about finding another job. Yeah. Most relationships don't work out, meaning it took me a million to get to my good one, the one that's going to last me forever. But it did. It took me a lot of unsuccessful ones. So just playing the odds. You dated dudes. Yeah. I mean, especially at 20, you're... You never. I don't know where it's going to go, but I, I say you ask her out if it's allowed. If you're the same level and if the job allows it, go for it. If there's no rule about it, go for it. Just don't tell your job. Keep it quiet. If you're her boss, you can't do that. No, no, no. What about the, the people that you dated and then like when you broke up, was it awkward because you still had to see them every day? Eddie, yeah. Because that's what yeah, we worry about, right? Yeah, it was. It sucked. Yeah, but I, again, I was 22 years old. I didn't know any better, and it was a good experience for me. You know, my grandma used to say, 
Don't poop where you eat. That's, see, that's what I was basing it on. Mm-hmm. And I would tell you that too, Trey, but you're not going to listen to me say don't poop where you eat. <laughs> like, as a person, I would say, you know, if you like the job, don't do it. But if you don't care about the job and you're only 20, who cares? Yeah, and he already said it's been hard for him to meet people. And he finally found somebody that he's interested in. I'm all for it, Trey. My final verdict is, as long as there's no hierarchy where one of you is over the other, and as long as the job allows it, go for it, ask her out, get dumped, feel awkward, learn a life lesson. <laughs> I like that's the way it's going to play out. Yeah, that's the way it's going to play out. <laughs> Probably. But go for it. And that's the mailbag. Close it up. And that was Bobby's Mailbag. If you want to send us an email, Morgan, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. Today is St. Patrick's Day. So I will play you a country artist wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. Just name the artist. (laughs) Okay, write your answers down. There is no example. You just got to listen closely. Okay. Which artist is wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day? Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. What? I have... What? Oh, is that hard? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, here it is again. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh, wow. I got nothing. We'll see how well you guys do. I'll give you... Seven of them. Hit it again. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. I mean, it's Dang, a guy. Dude. That's thank, what I Thank got. you, Amy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I <laughs> nah, I got mine wrong. I okay. mean, I was, it's just a guy. Amy? Tyler Hubbard. Garth Brooks. I have Dirks Bentley. Okay, play it again. Oh. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. That yeah. is. Garth Brooks. Brooks. Oh my. You got it? Yes! Wow. Now listen to it now that you know it's Gar. Okay, here you go. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. Of course. Yeah, I hear That's it. That's Garth. Dang. Lunchbox up one zero. There are seven of these. Number two. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> oh, got it. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Interesting. Do you guys have that one? Yeah. yeah. Got it. Okay. Amy? Kane Brown. Lunchbox? Kane Brown. Eddie? Kane Brown. I just want to wake up every day here in this bed. Never leave I love you left unsaid. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. There you go. <laughs> All right, next up. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. Do you guys have that one? Got no. It. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. It's tough. Oh. All right, write your answers down. What? Oh, boy. This one's hard. Oh, wait. Okay. Need your answers. Oh. Amy. Carrie Underwood. Marin Morris. Oh, I have Marin Morris. It's it. Marin Morris. Oh! Whoa! <laughs> Just so you can hear it again, here it is. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Number four. Here you go. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. Got Wishing it. you a happy St. Patrick's Day. Right now, lunchbox. Wishing you a happy the- St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> right now, lunchbox in the lead. Three. Teddy's two to Amy's one. I'm in. Everybody good? In. Let's Please go let to, me get ahead. Let's go to the leader now. Lunchbox. Jay Demarcus. Oh, Ooh, interesting. I, that's so good. It wow, could be it. really good. Play it again. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's yes! Day. Yes! Dang, dude, it sounds just like him. You're good. Eddie? I, I don't think it's him, though. I think it's Brad Paisley. Oh, it, it, oh, my gosh. Let me hear it again. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. Amy? 
I have Brad Paisley, but I think it's Jada Marcus. Nah, no chance. Nice, Brad Paisley. You would. Oh, man. But uh, Brad <laughs> is what I have written down. <laughs> the would. answer is Brad Paisley. Yeah! Yeah! I don't miss her. Okay. They're twins. <laughs> Not really. I mean, do you hear the voice? I mean, yeah. That sounds just like I hear him. it. Okay, next one up. Here we go. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. Which country artist is wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day? In. What? In. Yes. Oh, in, in, in. I'm falling apart. Hit it again. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. Wait, wait, play it again. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. I'm changing. All right, let's go, let's go. What do you have? I had Jennifer Nettles switched it to Trisha Yearwood. Eddie? Thank you, Trisha Yearwood. Yes! Trisha Yearwood. Ah! Trisha Yearwood it is. There it is. She's in love. She's in love. Good change. There are two left. The score is Lunchbox and Eddie four, Amy three. Come on. Name this country star. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. What? Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. Hold on, hold on. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Does this, does, does these... Play it know, again. Do these words... Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. So we'll just feel like with these particular words, happy St. Patrick's Day, we're not getting certain inflections or uh, something that we would normally get. Well, I think at the beginning of these clips are going, hey, I'm Zaza Zaza. Yeah, but we cut it off. Yeah, because that would be the worst game ever. <laughs> well, of course. But sometimes there's a... Yeah, we can't put their name on All I can hear is Amy. Here, hit me again. All right, one more time. I'm in. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. I don't have it right. Man. What do you have over there? Jimmy Allen. Eddie? I, come over. I hope it got his name right. Matthew Ramsey? Old Dominion? Okay, Amy? Darius Rucker. Uh, well, that's not Darius. Okay, guys, I guess I'm not Darius good at this talk? game. It's old Dominion. I feel like, but it I don't could know. Is, be. is that his name? Play it again. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's that's Day. Oh, yeah, that's that Matt Ramsey. Is Matt Ramsey. All I heard was, "Hey, girl, what's up?" Hey girl. What's hey, up? girl. hey girl, what's up? Wishing you a happy th- St. Patrick's Day. All right, there is one left. Eddie has now taken the lead Come five on. to four to on three. On my day, the Irish. Come on. Here okay. we go. Last one up. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh. <laughs> Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. How do you feel about that, Amy? I don't, I mean, I, I need to hear it again. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. I feel like I hear a little something. Man. Wishing you Wishing a- you a happy St. Patrick's Day. Everybody in? in. Yeah, I'm very sad. Lunchbox? It's Nico Moon. Oh! <laughs> Amy? <laughs> that's I don't have anything, but that's what it is. Eddie? I think I just got myself a bite. Nico Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, come on. Even if it takes all night. Pass that bottle around the campfire. My 
I think I got a bike. <laughs> yeah. Eddie, you are the winner. Now play you, his song right there. Yeah. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 second skinny. Dolly Parton is teaming up with the popular ice cream brand Jenny's for a brand new flavor. It will be Dolly Parton themed and will be out soon. Proceeds from the collaboration will benefit Dolly's Imagination Library. Brett Eldridge started the Good Day movement to help communities in need. He just partnered with a restaurant in New York City to donate meals to a women's shelter. And he wants fans to take part in the movement by visiting Brett Eldridge Locals on Instagram for challenges. After the last year gave Carly Pierce lots of ups and downs, she says her music and her fans made her feel loved and supported. Country music has always been the thing that made me feel understood or made me um, just say, like saved me. And that was such a beautiful thing that I don't even know in the midst of it, fans really understood what they were giving to me. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. 12-year-old built a website, right? First of all, that's just cool that he's able to build a <laughs> website. Awesome. But the whole story is, you know, his name's Sam. He knows the pandemic's been rough on everybody, especially seniors. So he's like, okay. He, his grandparents were also split from him for a bit. So he set up a website. He built it called Vaccine Helper that helps New Yorkers find out if they're eligible for COVID vaccine. And if they are, it sets up an appointment for him at a place that's close. He built it. He's 12 years old. What? I'm going to tell you something. Sam's going to be rich. Yeah. He books the appointments for each person who signs up as well. So it comes in, he sees it, finds it, matches it, books it after they find their spot. Amazing. He's made thousands of appointments for seniors, teachers, and people with conditions that put them at higher risk. And so he's 12. And that's a big deal, especially for seniors who we know aren't getting on the internet and crushing it and going, I know how to do this. Hector, sometimes I get on I'm like, what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah. But shout out Sam, 12 years old in New York. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Denver, Colorado. A man is facing up to 20 years in prison because he was flying from Seattle to Denver. He got upset about having to wear a mask, so he stood up mid-flight and urinated in his seat. Oh. Oh, wow. So he wasn't under the influence. When I read the headline, I thought he was just so messed up, but that wasn't it at all. Uh, he admitted to having several beers and shots before getting on board. Okay, he, okay, was. he was drinking. <laughs> so it was a combination. It's a combination yeah. of him drinking and then just not wanting to obey the rules. Right. And when I don't want to obey the rules, I pee everywhere too. <laughs> don't we all? No. But no, then he's got to sit down in his own seat, right? Why would you That guy it? don't care. I tell oh, you, no. he's not a guy that cares. <laughs> he didn't think that through. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> A guy in Michigan had a virtual court hearing last week after his license got suspended. And the judge wasn't happy when he showed up while sitting in the driver's seat of a parked car. (laughs) (laughs) Not supposed to be driving? So here's the audio of the judge basically calling him an idiot. You're also sitting in the driver's side of a vehicle. Your driving privileges are presently suspended. You're not supposed to drive either Michigan or in Indiana. I believe you drove to wherever you are in the vehicle you're in, and you're dumb enough to come on video with you sitting in the driver's seat of a vehicle. Makes me think maybe you haven't really got the message. Yeah, he's for sure a dum-dum. Oh, no. Even if you just hopped in the car to have a meeting, you don't get in the driver's seat. And I I don't think he hopped in the car just to have a meeting. (laughs) He claimed it was his boss's car. He was only using it for his court appearance. 
uh, people can't verify that claim. The judge ended up putting him on a payment plan to pay off all the fines and tickets that he had racked up. It's generous. But what a dum-dumb to hop in the driver's seat to do yeah, the meeting. he's regretting that. I was thinking about our history in court, which it's mostly just been lunchbox having to go to court over and over again. Did you ever have to go to court whenever we got in trouble for robbing the, the store? No, I never went to court. We handled that all outside the courtroom, thank goodness. Which we didn't rob a store, but they claimed we, <laughs> they claimed we tried to rob a store on the air, which we didn't. But... You didn't have to go to court. He went to jail. I went to jail, but never court. (laughs) Never court. (laughs) He went the opposite way. I was about to get led into the courtroom to appear before a judge when the lawyer showed up and I had to go into one of those visitation rooms and he discussed how we were going to get me out of jail. The other time was you got a parking ticket doing a bit for the show? No, we were doing some charity breakfast or something downtown and it said uh, before after 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. you had to pay to park. And so I went in and I got a ticket at 6.53 and I was out of there at 6.57. So I went to court and I was like, these signs are wrong. And I went and fought in court. And you fought in front of the judge. In front of the judge. I went up there and they said, how do you like to plead? And I said, not guilty. And they said, come on up. And I go up to the stand and they're like, let me hear your case. And I presented photo evidence and the guy, the cop that gave me the ticket was there to fight it. And he was like, I go there every morning because I know that people park there. So I was like, see, judge, this is proof that these signs are misleading. <laughs> if he goes there every morning and I said, and the judge looks at it, looks at it and he goes, you know what? You're right. Not guilty. Not guilty. <laughs> Woo! Justice. Did he bang the gavel? Yes, he did. And you represented yourself. I represented myself. I dressed up in a suit, and I had my co-counsel, Eddie, with me, Mm -hmm. who brought a briefcase, and when he went through the x-ray machine, (laughs) they opened it. It was full of toys. (laughs) It was my kid's briefcase that they put toys in. And then Eddie thought he was going to be cute and sit in the back of the courtroom and record audio, and he got yanked out by the bailiff. It it was right after they said, you know, reminder, guys, there's no recording anything in this court. And then I'm like slowly pulled it out of my pocket and then push record. And like two seconds later, the bailiff tap on the shoulder. You come outside. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, they're dressed head to toe in suits. I'm looking at the picture from back in the day. Bones, you should have seen the security officer when they x-rayed my briefcase. They're like, can I please open this? (laughs) They opened it up. There's playing cars and slinkies and teddy bears. (laughs) They must have thought I was crazy. But he won his case. I want to know. You did it. Okay, we play this game once a month. I'll give the adults in the room a riddle. These are all kids' riddles. Amy is the riddle master for February. Can she repeat and be the riddle master for March? Hopefully. Are you ready to play? Riddle me this. When I finish reading the riddle the second time, you have 20 seconds to finish your riddle. When I say time, pins come up. Riddle number one. I'm always on the dinner table, but you don't get to eat me. What am I? I'm always on the dinner table, but you don't get to eat me. What am I? Riddle me this. What? I'm always on the dinner table, but you don't get to eat me. What am I? There's so many things. And that noise means that's time. Okay. Amy, I'm always on the dinner table, but you don't get to eat me. What am I? Plate. <laughs> Lunchbox? Tablecloth. Eddie? You're the plate. I would have accepted plates, silverware, or tablecloth. Boom! All three of you guys Woo! move on. Yeah! Huh. Can't eat that stuff, but you're yeah. on the table. Gotcha. Next up. I am so simple, 
that I can only point. Yet, I guide men all over the world. What am I? I am so simple that I can only point. Yet, I guide men and women all over the world. What am I? Riddle me this. <laughs> I'm so simple that I can only point. Yet, I guide men and women all over the world. What am I? Time is still ticking. Okay. Eddie, do you have it? I got it. What is it? Uh, I am a compass. Lunchbox? I'm a compass. Eddie? Oh, sorry. Amy? Compass. Compass is right. Nice job. You guys are playing a little possum up here acting like you don't have it. Well, I know because it just (laughs) seemed too easy. I was in early on that one. Next up. If you have me, you want to share me. If you share me, you haven't got me. What am I? If you have me, you want to share me. If you share me, you haven't got me. What? What? What am I? Riddle me this. If you have me. If you have me, you want to share me. If you share me, you haven't got me. Ah. Riddle me this. Share me. If you have me, you want to share me. If you share me, you haven't got me. If you have me, you want to share me. Five seconds. There we have it. Amy. Love. If you have love, you want to share. Yes. But if you share love, you don't have love. I don't know. Doesn't fit? (laughs) You tried it out. Well, I was just seeing if maybe it was a secondary one. I know. I don't know, guys. Eddie? Yeah, I have a hug. If you have a hug, you want to share me. Uh-huh. If, you, if you hug someone, you haven't got me. Exactly. That's, no, because no, you've you got it while you're, you're hugging. hugging. It's pretty no. dumb. Yeah. Lunchbox so. feels like he has it, and if he if he has it, he's a champion. He's the riddle master for March. How confident are you? I'm feeling really good about myself right yeah. now. Like, I'm sitting up high in my chair. I had one thing written down, and halfway through you reading that, I erased it, and I have the right answer, and I cannot wait to share it with you guys. You heard my <laughs> pin drop right as now. you were still reading the clue over there, so I am ready to go. If you have me, you want to share me. If you share me, you haven't got me. For the win, for the title of March Riddle Master, riddle me this. It's a secret, guys. I can't tell you. Woo! He says secret. If you have a secret, you want to share it. If you share it, you haven't got me. If you share a secret, it's not a secret. Yeah. Because it's no longer a secret, folks. That fits. Woo! That's it. That works. Is Lunchbox Riddle Master. Come on, let's go! Of March 2021. Lunchbox is the new Riddle Master, and in customary fashion, take us out, Lunchbox, with the Riddle Me This. Riddle Me This! That gives me, like, heartburn. Yeah. There he is. There he is. 
Amy's pile of stories. So, a guy named Andy Nabel took to social media to share that for his whole life he thought he was an only child. But then he took an ancestry DNA test and found out, well, that's not the case. His results showed that he had a number of siblings. Uh, but most shockingly to him was that his dad wasn't actually his biological father.、Mm. And here's a clip from his TikTok. After a quick Google, I find this, which is my sperm donor dad and 15 of my siblings that I didn't know about partying in Mexico. I woke up two days ago thinking I was an only child, and now I find out that I'm the second oldest of 31. 31. Dang. Total. How do we even know we're. I would be. Only mildly surprised if I didn't have any other brothers or sisters. Oh, same. I'm, 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 I'm kind of nervous to check it out because I really think, I don't know, I could probably have some. I, did, I found out <laughs> later in life that I have a brother I didn't know. Not through a DNA kit, but through word of mouth. <laughs> in this case, all, she, all you really need to do is just say I was a sperm donor, right? And then everything's taken care of. You just assume. Well, he said in the comments of his TikTok or whatever that he bought the DNA testing kits for himself and his parents for Christmas, yet nobody gave him a heads up. Like, oh, boy. Hey, you know, like this is, maybe they didn't know what all it was discoverable.、Uh, through like, if these you're going to open a gift and in the gift there's a snake, right? You probably go, hey, open this carefully because that snake could bite you. Yeah, a little warning. It's like, hey, mom and dad, I'm about to open a box with a snake in it. At least tell me, yeah, yeah. That, that stinks. All right, what else? So, I have why you shouldn't take a selfie with your vaccine card. A lot of people are doing it. So, they're just wanting to put a warning out. They're like, hey, sharing that you got the vaccine, great. But if you're showing your vaccine card, not so great because there's plenty of information on there for scammers to steal your identity. I have my card right here. Yeah. I took a picture with it, but I blurred out with white、Smart. over it. Smart.、Yeah. See, you're, you're ahead of it. Some people have been posting all the info. Well, it's got your name, address. Your, your, yeah, your birth. birthday, yeah. even what shot you received, stuff like that, they can use for things. And then lastly, one of my favorite movies ever is Dirty Dancing. So I just think this clip of Jason Aladdin with his daughter, Navy, who's two years old, where they reenacted the famous lift scene is so cute. The time of my life never felt as weird as food. I swear, it's the truth. Well, here's one too. This is funny of Eddie and I doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> It's just me giggling all the time. Have you ever, you still haven't watched Dirty Dancing? I don't think so. I challenge you to watch it with Caitlin. Dude, it's not even a challenge. Just, you love it. You would love you it. Would love It's it. so good. And then you could see if you could lift Caitlin、uh-huh. and do the famous <laughs> lift just like that. I can lift Caitlyn. Don't insult me. No, it's like <laughs> over the head. It's not as, I mean, they,、uh, baby, they, she had to practice it on Dirty Dancing like tons of times in the water to get it just right. I will only watch Dirty Dancing if you let me pick any movie and you have to watch what I suggest. Well, I've done that. No, but that's part of the、let、show do it. segment. It do it. Well, Fine. I haven't, I, haven't ex- I haven't accepted you. Let me think of the movie. And then we'll see if we trade. But I'm giving you a good one. So I would appreciate you return that to <laughs> well, me. Well, I wouldn't give you a bad one on purpose. Okay. Let me think of what I would recommend to you, but you have to watch. Okay? okay. All right, is that it? Yep. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Do you know what a super centenarian is? A super centenarian. 
if a person is that. 100 plus years old or something? 110 plus. Wow. Okay. So I've got the oldest person in the world, Kane Tanaka. She just turned 118 in January. And in May, she's going to make history uh, carrying the torch in Japan for the Olympics. And she's the world's oldest person right now. She's going to do this. Her family's going to take her down in a wheelchair for most of it, but she said the last few steps, she wants to pass the torch to the final person on foot, so she's going to get up and walk it across. She's 118? Yes, she survived cancer twice, lived through two global pandemics, two world wars, and she worked at her family store until she was 103. She now lives in a nursing home and still enjoys fizzy drinks, doing math, and playing Othello. (laughs) Guys, I'm nervous about this. Yeah, I don't know if she's going to make it. I mean... To May, yeah. It's... We're in March. Oh, she has lived a long life. Well, it's not only that, guys. Like, she's got a whole... Like, I'm sure the torch is in light. No, oh, it's lit. No, it's lit. No, light. Light. Like, oh, 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 my bad. We're like, yeah, it's a flame. <laughs> no. If she does it, that's awesome. I'm a little nervous. That's going to be inspiring. Maybe they should have released the story closer to the date. <laughs> oh. She... No, she believes in herself and now Me everyone too. else Me too. And I also too. like busy drinks and math and playing Othello, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Before I read you the top three songs in country music, what's the best song on the radio right now? Come on. Good time. Good time. I mean, I'm on a good right? Time. Yeah, of course. We all feel like that's the best song on the radio. <laughs> I'm just trying to have a good time, even if it takes all night. That's a jam. That was number one last week. It's not even the top three this week. Obviously. Right now. Good Time is my favorite song, and my second favorite song is Jake Owen. Because I was made for you. you. (laughs) Both jams. Here are your top three songs this week. Brett Young Lady is at number three. I hope you look just like your mama and love her like I do. You'll see close. Thomas Rhett, what's your country song at number two? And the number one song is Parmalee and Blanco Brown, Just The Way. I love you just the way God made you, girl, he don't make That was pretty good. Good. Love Sometimes it. I hear number one and I'm like, eh, it's probably not really a number one. But that's a pretty good one, huh? So good. Yeah, but I still like, I just yeah. don't know how to good time, <laughs> even if it takes all night. That's at number seven this week, by the way, Nico what? Moon. What? <laughs> seven? I know. <laughs> Radio is not accurate on what people really feel. The pulse. It's, yeah. Uh, Jake Owens at number 12 with Made For You. Climbing on Climbing. up. People told him that song was too slow to That's make right. it. That's right. Yeah, look at that. Um, the number one song in hip-hop is Cardi B, Up. And the number one alternative song is Glass Animals, Heat Waves. Sometimes all I think about is you. Late nights in that's your big music right there. Cool. Let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What kind of shoes are made from banana peels? What kind of shoes are made from banana peels? Slippers. There it is. I got that one right, though. That was investigative. That's a good one. That was the morning corny. Sometimes one of you guys will send me a story, and I'm going, okay. There's no need to send me this story because we know I'm not going to talk about it. Because sometimes it's a story that insults me. For example, tell me who you think sent this story in. Okay. okay. Maybe this is why Bobby is so generous and Lunchbox isn't. Men with high testosterone levels are less generous 
and are more likely to display selfish behaviors. Oh, well, Lunchbox sent it in. Yes. (laughs) Psychologists measured men's brain activity, and apparently testosterone was found to dampen activity in one part of the brain, which you claim you have more testosterone oh, than absolutely. Right. I mean, you are like low T all the way. <laughs> <laughs> low T. Why do you think I have low testosterone? I mean, dude, you are so feminine. I can bench press more than you. That doesn't have anything to do with testosterone. But sure. Sure, it does. sure. That means has doing muscle things. But, okay. <laughs> but you, you don't have the, uh, you, don't, you, know, you know, you're not manly. You're not raw. Uh. Testosterone causes the voice to deepen. Oh, who has a deeper voice? Body body hair to grow. Oh. Who's got more hair? Okay. And lunchbox. genitals to. Well, what? I, I, well, you want what? It does not say, <laughs> it that. say that. It does say that. It does. Okay. Let's see him, boys. Nope. <laughs> we good. And Bobby, who's more generous? Are you oh. asking me or them? I'm asking oh, everybody. Bobby. Okay. I mean, guys, all the signs. <laughs> have you ever been tested? <laughs> no. I'm sure he does have more testosterone. Wait, lunchbox. What? No. I, guys, I take it. What's the big deal? Who cares? I'm more muscular it, than he is. It's just a what it's just a hormone, right? Okay, but I, I You think women are over here caring about who has more estrogen? Absolutely. No. Oh, oh I was gonna say who I think women like guys that have more testosterone. They want a more raw guy than a no, oh, guys. Plenty of women if there were if we're going by that. <laughs> if there were ten women, right? Yeah. And they had to pick between lunchbox and myself. Yeah. What would the num- what would the numbers be in your opinion? Oh, uh, like how many would go to him? How many, how many would you think would go to you versus me, Lunchbox? Are they just hearing your voices, or they're like no, they're but, all the things? They, yeah, of course, it's a full thing. How many? Probably think- nine would go to me, one to you. Nah, and the one would go to me. Why? Because some some women act like all they care about is your generosity and your soft heart. Yeah, and so they're like, oh, you know, he cares about other people, and he. Does all this stuff for charity. So, I mean, how can you not like someone like that? They'll treat me well when they're really just saying, okay, you know, I, I guess I'll settle. What do you think the number would be? Mm, I feel like it's more eight to two. Him, no. to, him to me? Yeah. Two. It, you eight, oh. him two. Oh, nice. All right. I, what? What? How do you figure? <laughs> just, you asked me to give numbers. I gave them. Like, if, you, if it was you, who would you pick? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't like this game <laughs> at all, but nobody. <laughs> she, she died. It's like she killed herself. I die. Male testosterone levels tend to be the highest when guys are around 20 years old and decline naturally with age. I am a year older than you. Don't you get it tested no. just for fun? I'm not testing as a bit. <laughs> Can you imagine bringing those results in? <laughs> how uh, sad Bobby would be. I w- no, not how sad what I would be. What if came back that he had more? That's oh, he happen. would just be oh, devastated. devastated. He'd be calling foul. Yeah, he would or, be like, this is rigged. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow's Amy's birthday. What are you going to do? Uh, well, dinner tomorrow night, but then I'm going to Austin for the weekend, like with some girlfriends. So that'll be my sister and that'll be great. This weekend? This weekend. Yeah. Like I'm just going to go to Austin, get away. Even, yeah. Even my daughter's like, well, I'm a girl. It's a, if it's a girl's trip, I can go. And I'm like, no, I need, I'm just going away. Do by you, myself. Is there a feeling about age 40? Because that's what you'll be tomorrow. I'll be 40. No, I don't really feel that weird about it. I'm excited. Uh, I was 
talking to my pastor and he said that someone told him that the four, his 40s were going to be the best decade of his life. And he's like, I'm now 43. And he's like, I, I must say, it's been pretty awesome. And he's someone that was in a band back in the day. Like he lived a life that he really loved. Um, but now he's like, you know, 40s for me is where it's at. So I'm just hanging on to that. I saw your girl group went for a walk and part of your girl group is my girl, Caitlin. Yes. You guys do your big group photo. What do you guys talk about on those walks with seven women? I know. It's interesting to see how it flows. Like we go back and forth. We don't all just walk in one big thing and talk. You kind of see the flow of girls just switch and you kind of, we walk in twos and we'll catch up with one and then you'll kind of see the natural progression of people move on to the next and then you catch up with that person it's kind of interesting how it works, and it's fun. Like, and we haven't done it in so long. But what do you talk about? Oh. She comes back and she acts like it's Fight Club. She's like, I don't talk about what we talk about. <laughs> yeah, we don't. You talk to each person about lots of individual little things, and then occasionally we're all together and we do our group talk. But what happens on the walk stays on the walk. I just know all my secrets are being given away on these walks. Oh, wow. trust me, they're not. I can tell you that much. I don't think they're secrets. Okay, so a lot of the stuff I'm kind of keeping secret or giving away kidding. on these walks. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I, don't, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's fine. It's gr- What do you talk about when you play golf with the guys? Nothing. N- not anything personal, we really. Okay, exactly. Stuff, yeah. So Laugh. neither do we. The only thing we're talking about is like, man, nice to have a day off from our women, huh? <laughs> and then we don't talk about our women. And then we're like, good shot. Yeah. We're like, dang, I suck today. That was good. <laughs> Meat, yeah. sports. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. We talk about all kinds of things. You're not necessarily the topic. I'm jealous. Okay. Oh, you want to come on the girl walk? No, I want to go on a boy walk. <laughs> Y'all should start start a boy walking club. We started it years ago in well, East Nashville. We try to have our golf playing club, and we're always told you can't play. It's four hours. Oh, man. You get that? How long is the walk? Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> because oh, a walk is like 45, 50 minutes tops. Yeah. And a golf game is... Four hours. The worst thing that you guys can say to us if we play golf is like, just play nine holes. Yes. We don't want to play nine holes. And we don't even know how good we were that round. But nine is the sweet spot. Do you want to play a half a game of Monopoly? You don't. You want to play the whole thing. Do you want to eat half a dinner? No. No. Do you want to go to the bathroom halfway? (laughs) No. (laughs) True. Does it hurt? Um, Okay. Good one, Bones. From your point, but. All right, let's go talk to Crystal in South Carolina. Hey, Crystal, we appreciate you waking up and calling the show. What's happening? Not much. Just driving to work and heard you guys talking about how Lunchbox thinks that men with higher testosterone are more manly. Yeah, and he said that's probably. And well, hold on. Let me let me. Ref- the story is men with testosterone are less generous. Guys with less testosterone are more generous. And he said that proves he has more testosterone than me because he's not generous and I am. That's basically what the story was. Okay, Crystal, you're up. Go ahead. Um, that's not true. My husband actually got tested a few years ago, and he is not generous at all. And he was told strictly by the doctor that 80-year-old men have more testosterone than he does. Oh, no. Let me walk through this. Hold on. He's not generous at all. But he has a lot of testosterone. No, he has oh, no testosterone. So wait, I'm just, you just doubly went after your husband here on this call. <laughs> yeah, big time. I'm just trying to think about why this call was happening. He's driving oh. to work right now going, what? <laughs> he has, oh, he guys, because I thought, no way she's doing this. It Me must too. mean, and then I thought her husband was 80, and I was like, what? <laughs> Low T plus not generous. It's the worst mix. Okay. Right, Crystal? Yes. Okay. Oh, now she's now she's wondering if she should have called. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. 
So how did he come home from... How does he... Also, is that a thing that a doctor should say to a guy? What? Oh, yeah, you don't yeah, even that's have mean, the same right? testosterone as an 80-year-old man, man has, has more than you. <laughs> like, is that good bedside manner? Yeah, I don't know. Crystal, how do you feel about this call that you, that you gave us so far? You feel like it's going pretty good? <laughs> and believe it or not, low T has nothing to do with the bedroom. Oh, well, we didn't. Okay, all right, all right. Point, 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 husband. <laughs> One plus. <laughs> Clearly, he's, he's okay there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What does low T mean? Like less hair or less muscles or less? I don't even know. I'm completely ignorant on testosterone. Crystal, shed some light on that, please. Um, testosterone is, for men is the equivalent for women. It controls their mood swings, their energy level, all that stuff. Oh, so he's probably pretty chill. Well, my husband wasn't wasn't able to stay awake for anything. Like, he'd sit down on the couch after he just took a nap, and he'd be right back to sleep. So now he has narcolepsy, too. (laughs) Wow, okay. Crystal, thank you for the call. I think your husband may be a little irritated at you later today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. I'm grateful you called the show. But if someone called and went, hey, Bobby is not generous and has no testosterone. And I was like, you did that on a national show? Is <laughs> it what? A Jeep crashed into a building in Wisconsin, and the incident is being blamed on the dog in the Jeep. The police say that they were sent to an art museum where a Jeep had crashed hard into the building. The vehicle's owner told police that his Jeep had been parked at a gas station while he went across the street to a bakery. When he came outside, the Jeep had went across and crashed into the building because of the dog. The dog had knocked it out of gear. Are there any listeners out there who've had their dog in the car? Because I don't think that this is extremely uncommon. No, I mean, I feel like, yeah, I could see how this happens easily. Especially my dog jumps back and forth the whole time. Mm -hmm. But I have an automatic. I don't don't drive a standard. Anybody have a dog out there that's knocked your car out of gear or has caused some kind of crazy damage? We got our carpet cleaned in the living room last night. I guess yesterday, late afternoon. But I was gone. I went to Valdosta, Georgia yesterday evening to do a little speaking. So I left and the carpet was just muddy as can be because it had been raining. Both dogs had been outside. I came back and it was extremely clean except for one spot. And I was like, oh no, what happened? She goes, well, the carpet got fully cleaned. The guy spent like an hour over here cleaning it. And as soon as he left, Stanley vomited right there. Oh. Right on the clean carpet. <laughs> he could have picked somewhere else. They love to do that. They, they always want to do it on the carpet and I don't know why. But he vomit Like you can't control a vomit. No. And she was like, I'm so... And I was like, well... If it had been poop or pee, that's probably him controlling it. Oh, yeah. You don't, you can't control a vomit. Yeah. So the dog did that. But the dog also crashed this guy's Jeep into a building. Police said no one was injured. And he said his dog's driving privileges, privileges have been revoked. Okay. So he will not let his dog drive anymore. <laughs> There's also a guy who's been taking his driving test. He's failed it 192 times. Aye, aye. Old guy. It's the written test. He's failed it over 17 years. Like, when do you just give up? Uh, but... Here's what I want to know is maybe on the physical driving test, is he doing okay? I don't think he gets there yet. Oh. A 50-year-old man from uh, Poland has attempted to pass his driver's test nearly 200 times. Mm. He recently failed his 192nd test. It's his driving theory test, which is us just getting the book out. Either he's not studying at all, he's just going in, crossing his fingers and playing the lottery, and be like, okay, maybe this time I'll get lucky to pass it. (laughs) Or... He's just never going to pass it. He probably shouldn't be driving. 
After well, about test seven, I think it's time to figure out a new way. Okay. He might have a learning disability though, thinking. right? Because when I was in middle school, I failed a lot of tests and they made me take different tests and then I got better. Yeah, he needs to take the different one. The special At one. At 192 times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> or maybe verbally administer it to him and see if he can get the correct answer. He has spent about $15,000 on exam oh. fees alone. That's awful. Well, because you got to keep paying to take I know. the test. I don't feel bad for him. If, if, there, you can't, if you're an adult and you're not learning, you, it's up to you to find different ways to learn. Okay, sorry. No, you're like you're like raising money for him. Maybe he's doing a GoFundMe for the guy who can't pass his driver's test. I, I don't know because I, as a, I too struggle with test taking, so yeah. I feel for him. All right, Kate in Pennsylvania is on. She's a first time listener today. Hey, Kate, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. So, how did you stumble on our show today? So I usually have something else on my phone. I play something through my phone. Um, I have like a 45-minute drive to work, so I usually have that on, but my phone was pretty much dead today, so I got it plugged in and just decided to go with the radio, and I I just stumbled across the show, and I heard you guys talking about the testosterone thing, so I, I kept it on, and then I couldn't turn it from there. <laughs> so as a first-time listener... Are you thinking now that you'll be maybe a second time and third time listener? Will you come back after today? Probably after that. Only because I've heard people have the same response as me. Like I I heard some uh, responses that did not um, coincide with what was being said with the testosterone thing. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, oh this is going to drive me crazy. Okay, well, I'm glad. First time listener, first time caller, same day, amazing. This never happened. No. So what? So Lunchbox said earlier he has a lot of testosterone and that guys with a lot of testosterone are less generous and he thinks women would pick him way over that they would pick me. What do you think? Okay, I'm going to apologize first and foremost because I don't know this guy. I don't know you guys. I don't want to be hurtful. I didn't even remember his name. Did he say Lunchbox? Yeah. Yeah, his name is Lunchbox, yes. Okay. And you're Bobby, is that right? That's I'm correct. So sorry, I literally don't know. Um, so <laughs> whoever the other guy was, Lunchbox, I wanted to pull my hair out because 10 out of 10, I've never seen you guys. Oh, uh, we're losing Oh, her. man. We're losing She said her. she wanted to pull her hair out, though. We're lo- your, your, your cell is getting bad. Let's try one more time. Uh, one more time, Kate. Try to talk. So can you hear me? A little bit. Yes, go ahead. Okay, so um, 10 out of 10, I would choose you, Bobby, every day of the week, um, easily, and I am a rough and tumble girl. I hunt, I fish, I'm outdoorsy, I do all of that. I wanted to drive my head through a lot, so I'm sorry, so sorry to the other guy, but it sounds like you don't even have a brain in your head. You're like <laughs> pounding your chest. And saying, oh, my voice is deeper. Like, I wanted to scream. And I have really protective big brothers, and they would also choose a Bobby for me every day of the week. Well, we appreciate that. We're losing you again. It's like the greatest call ever. We can only hear her like halfway. She she has no idea what we look like either is what it says up here too. Yeah. But we're very grateful you called. We're just sorry your phone was cutting out when you called us. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. For the last two years, Billy Tosh has been living in his RV, traveling, just enjoying life on the road. Well, the RV caught fire, up in flames. He lost everything except for his dog and the clothes on his back. 
Well, the people of his old community got together, raised money, and one guy had an old RV, a 1994 that he's going to keep it in storage. He said, here, you can have it. You can have this RV. So here's a clip of him talking about what it means. I, mean, I had the shirt on my back, literally, just what I had on. And I didn't even have time to grab my guitar. And everything had been replaced by the community. Um, just everything. My clothes, my guitar, my home. Dang. Wow. That's awesome. That's, I mean, that's great news. So thanks to that community. You guys are great people. There you go. And if Lunchbox says it, that's, that that's means true. something. That's right. <laughs> all right. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. A little bit ago, we're talking about the guy's Jeep, and he walks across the street, left his Jeep, goes to the bakery. Well, his dog knocks it out of gear. The Jeep flies across the road. Boom. Crashes into a museum. It was all on the dog. Or so he says. But I believe him, right? Yeah, I do. Right? Sure. We all think. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't drunk or anything. It wasn't your bonehead <laughs> story of the day. Uh, but other people have called in, too, about their dogs. This is K-9, not a dog, a human, who has a story. Hey, K-9, what's happening? Hey, morning, studio. Morning. Yeah, this is pretty cool. This is my third time on the show. I know y'all remember me, man. K-9 from Florida. What's up, baby? Are oh, you yeah. The, are what's you the up? rapper? <laughs> yeah. Country singer, rapper? Yes, sir. Boom. Yes, sir. I went I'm to this guy's Instagram rapper. page and watched some of his videos last time he was on. What's up, dude? Hey, man, how you doing? <laughs> doing pretty good. All right, what do you want to say, K-9? Alrighty, so I was driving with my pit bull, one of my pit bulls. He was hanging halfway out the window, and uh, I got pulled over and whatnot. It got me out of the car. Uh, he thought he smelled weed and stuff like that, so he searched my car. Didn't find anything, but he ended up giving me a seatbelt ticket for my dog hanging halfway out the window. How much is a dog seatbelt fine? A hundred dollars. And you know me, Dang. Bobby. I'm broke, so I push it to the last <laughs> minute. Uh, they actually ended up calling me and telling me my license was going to be suspended again if I don't pay the fine. So I ended up going down to the courthouse and paying it. But, yeah, man, I got a hundred dollars fine. And I don't know if it was because the cop was mad he didn't find nothing on me. But that's what happened. But the, the car probably smelled like weed, though, for real, huh? <laughs> for real, for real. Oh, yeah, I definitely did. I just yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. All right. But hey, the dogs have to be buckled? I, I guess I guess state to state, it's I mean, How different. do you do that? I know. Oh, we have seat belts for our dogs. But they're, they're different than the regular ones? Yeah. But the all, harness? only because they wouldn't stop running around the car, not because we're buckling them in for safety. It was buckling in for our safety. <laughs> yeah. So well, maybe that's it. It could be super dangerous. I think about it. I don't buckle my dog up, but I think if I ever had a slam on the brake, she's going to come flying up to the mm-hmm. front and it could harm me or the kids or, you know, it's probably smart. K9, stay safe, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, remember K9 underscore Florida, Bobby. Give me a photo, <laughs> man. I love you. All right, see you, bud. K9 <laughs> underscore Florida. He said, you know me, Bobby. <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> K9, should, K9, I don't know if you're still listening right now. I know you hung up. But you should make us like a morning show, like 30-second song, like an intro type song. Like hit us up with that. We'll play it on the air. We'll give the guy a little publicity. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's a good dude or not. I like him when he calls, but uh, hit us up, K9. Uh, here is Mindy in Minnesota. Hey, Mindy, we're talking about our dogs. What you got? Morning, morning studio. Morning. Morning. Oh, my gosh. My daughter and I try to get through all the time. She's going to be so jealous. I just dropped her off at school, and then I started calling. <laughs> um, so we have a dog, Lola. She was six months old, and she was having some stomach issues in the middle of the night. 
And I got up multiple times to change her bedding. And so the next morning we had to leave and I locked her in the bathroom. So I went, she wouldn't have to sit in her filth all day. And somehow she flooded our whole house. Oh no, she hit, she turned the water on somehow. Yeah, she turned the water on, plugged the sink, and flooded our whole house. We had to replace the furnace, the flooring, the ceiling in the basement, the whole bathroom. Golly. It was a disaster. My goodness. That's that, I'm I'm sorry to hear that. What what that run you? Run insurance. Um, it was about a twenty thousand dollar fix. Jeez. Oh my gosh. So, but the better part of the story is we got new everything and we were able to sell our house and now we live in our dream house. So. <laughs> I guess there's a good Thanks, end Lola. to that story, but man, that stinks. <laughs> Thank you for the call, Mindy. Appreciate that. Thank you all for calling. You're always welcome. If you have something you want to say about what we're saying, 877-77-BOBBY. Let's do the news. Bobby's Big Story. A new poll by Dating.com found that dad bods are now the most attractive body type for single people. Told you guys. Then I've why, been then, telling then you guys. why are you trying to lose weight? Do it for your wedding. Only, I, I'm not... After the Zilla, I don't the, care I know, if you look I, anyway. No, I know. I just want to look good for your wedding. I want to look good in tuxes and suits and whatever. But after that, Bones, I might just go straight back to the dad bod. According to a new poll, flabby dad bods are now the most attractive <laughs> body type. Oh, my gosh. They have to use the word flabby, yeah. though. Why do they have to be so descriptive and make people feel bad? It's just bad. soft. Yeah. I would describe it. Who cares? Dating.com polled its members, and three out of four said they're a fan of the dad bod look. Meaning, not too big, but not exactly in shape either. I think pe- this is, again, my opinion of mm-hmm. the dad bod. I think people like the things that are associated with the dad bod, so they just learn to like the dad bod. You mean the lifestyle of yes. not giving a... No, not just not giving a, but putting your time in other places. Yeah. Instead Caring of spending for children. an hour and a half in the oh. gym and, you know, the drive there, the drive back. Yes. It's living life. If you could have that same life living with the kids and still be ripped, everybody would pick ripped. That's true, man, because I look at people, and when they're really ripped, I'm like, you must spend a lot of time in the gym. Like, but you're, you're uh, happier, huh? Me? Yeah. That what? Do you think you're happier because you just get to live your life? As dad bod, Eddie. Absolutely. See? Yes. But is your wife happy with dad bod, Eddie? She loves dad what bod. What about Eddie that's lost a bunch of weight? She's fine with that. I thought she wanted you to stop she, doing that. She says she's fine with it, but and that's enough. She's like, do not get any skinnier. I can't take. I don't want. She said, I don't want to put my head on bones. She just put her head on me. Not, <laughs> not you, Bobby. Unlike real bones. So Eddie is going to adopt my new method up until the wedding. Because I've now started getting into wedding shape, which I'm going to do it slow, then hit it hard, but I'm already on track. Do you want to tell him my, my theory? Have I talked to this on the air? I think you I think have. You mentioned I have five on one. Five, Let me see if I yeah. got it right, yeah, though. Because yeah. because at first I drove home and I'm like, it sounds cool, but I don't five one one don't know what it means. So let me, let me see if I got it. Go ahead. Five days strict eating. Very clean. Yeah, you get to eat your normal meals, but clean eating. Yes, no vegetables, desserts, meat, no desserts. Stay away from bread, eat, go to bed on time, 5 one, one. Yeah, Oh, that's go to five. bed on time's in yeah, there too? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Sleep and water is important as anything yes. else. Okay, go ahead. Okay, and then one is the middle ground where it's like healthier, but you can also have, have a, dessert. A, a, a fruit. Like fruit, I don't think I'm going to do on the fives. Okay. Uh, so anything with like fruit, little maybe a little bit of dabble here and chips, there. chips maybe. Boom. Great. Little chips. And then the one, let it rip, tater chip. You want chip. to have full pizza? Have full pizza. Five one one. 
five perfect, one medium, one A, DJF. Yes. And so I've, assi- I've assigned Sunday through Thursday my five. Friday is my mm, medium. Yeah. Saturday, let it rip, Tater Chip. Five strong, one come see, come saw, and then one <laughs> rocket. You know? I, 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 in principle, it sounds good. I'm ready to try it. Yeah, that's a good theory. We'll see yeah. how it works. But I'm on it. We went to, I had a little bit of barbecue last night. It was, it was what they had for dinner at that uh, advocacy, you know, uh, kids' place I was talking at last night. I had a little barbecue, a little salad. I, I counted that as a good day, though. It was only it, the only thing available, and I ate it moderately. When sometimes that's all that's available, you just got to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do more news. Here we go. Bobby's other story. Tiger Woods has been released from the hospital in Los Angeles. He'll continue his recovery from last month's horrific one-car accident at his home in South Florida. He was in the hospital for a month. Crazy. Which is wild. I wonder what the hospital bill is going to be. Mm, probably yeah. no big deal. Yeah, he, oh, no, no, no. He'll just open his wallet. <laughs> no big deal. Dump a few coins out. <laughs> but yeah, he suffered the serious injuries in a one-car crash in Southern California. He says, I'm so grateful for the outpouring of support and encouragement that I've received over the past few weeks. He is going home back to Florida. That's good news. Finally, severe weather heads to the south, many parts of the south. If you haven't already, you should batten down the hatches. You know, I follow a lot of Arkansas news on Twitter because I go I, from there. I live there still part-time. Um, and so they were getting hit hard last night, even some today still. So from Arkansas to Alabama, a severe weather outbreak is predicted. Um, Southern Missouri, Florida Panhandle, Louisiana, Tennessee, all of that. So you probably already know this. The days of having to find out on the radio what the weather is. <laughs> But, you know, just a heads up to everybody out there. If things go real bad, hopefully we can hop in and help if we need to. Bones, forgive me for asking, what does batten down the hatches mean? Oh like on a, on a uh, ship, batten down the hatches. I would think close all the hatches so water doesn't get in a flood. You would like think. Like a storm's coming over. <laughs> I, that's it. I don't know. I've never looked it up. Say. I would think I batten down the hatches from. is from a boat or a submarine. Like get ready for craziness. Yeah, like okay. close everything up. up because it's time to go. Mike, are you looking that up? Yeah. Because we know, I know what it means, but I don't exactly know the root of batten okay. down the hatch. And what's batten? Yeah, I don't know. I man. never, I've never heard those words. I never use anything. All right, batten down the hatches. It's to secure a ship's hatch, especially when rough weather is expected. Wow. Or just in general, prepare for a difficult situation or crisis. So you were like a captain yeah. right now. Batten, batten down, down the hatches. hatches. Yeah. It is. Water's a, coming. It's a nautical phrase. Okay, nautical. All right. <laughs> Nice, nice word flex on this. Uh, Googled it. Okay. <laughs> Let's go over to Michael in Georgia. Michael, what's going on with you? Not much. How are y'all? Good morning. Doing pre- morning. morning. What's going on? I had another dog story for you. All right. I was sitting in the McDonald's drive-thru. I had my lab dog beside me. The lady opened the window, dog went across my lap, and <gasps> the door. No. no. He, jumped, he jumped into the... <laughs> he smelled the fries. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He jumped into the restaurant? Right through the drive-thru window, inside. I parked, got out. He was tripping everybody, jumping on the tables, eating everything he'd get his mouth on. Oh, no. So what did they do? They threatened to call the cops on me, and they banned me from coming back to that store. Oh, okay. no way. It was an accident. So I'm assuming you just Wait. scooped your, your, dog, your dog up and walked out the front door and jumped in the car and drove off, right? Yes. Did they ever call the cops on you? That, 
I, I didn't stick around long enough to find out. <laughs> <laughs> that's but funny. But to that day, that is the funniest thing that's ever happened to me with a dog. <laughs> Were you halfway laughing and halfway like, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness? Oh, I was laughing the whole time because everybody- <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. That would be a helpless feeling if your dog just jumps into the drive-thru. Yes. Did your dog eat a bunch of fries or meat? Like, where did he go first? Uh, oh, he went straight to the fries. While the fries are on the ground, hamburger buns, meat everywhere. And imagine if you're yeah, a worker and there's clean. a dog. Yeah, you don't you don't see the dog come in. All of a sudden, there's just a dog in there. <laughs> oh, man, Michael, that's a great story. Appreciate that call, man. Have a good day. Yes, sir. You too, brother. All right, see you later. I do want to talk about this because sometimes we walk into a room, at least I do, and I go, how did I get in this room? Like, what in the world did I do to get me in this room? You ever do that? We oh, walk- yes, all the time. And then you go back and you walk back to your other room and then as you sit down and remember, you're like, oh, oh and yeah. now I remember. Mm-hmm. And then you go back. Eddie, you ever do that? All the time. Like, it's the weirdest thing. Like, you talk a lot about driving too sometimes. So you're like... I don't even remember how I got here or what it, how long it took me, but yeah, I do it all the time. You drive places and not remember, and you don't. Remember? Yeah, I don't remember the drive at all. Well, you oh, know okay. why you're going, but you there. know why you're going there. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yes, yeah, that's, yes. Yeah, that's different. different. <laughs> there are times where I'm subconsciously driving and I end up at a place and don't. But right. I never get somewhere in my car and go. Why am where I? am I? <laughs> so apparently, our brain is working overdrive when that happens, and we're we're so focusing on something else that when we get to our spot, we've forgotten that really recent thought of to go there. It's not us getting older. It's not us forgetting things. So this is just a... Oh, thank goodness. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're all doing it. So that gives me right. comfort. It, it is that we have too much going on that we're kind of blocking down the small recent things and we're focused on the heavier things that are weighing on us at the time. So if that happens to you, don't blame it on getting old. Don't blame it on getting senile. It's okay. It is absolutely okay. okay. It happens to people of all ages. So there's that. Also, Amy lost her wedding band yep. in, oh. in news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait. Well, so right now I'm wearing the one, my mom's, because I inherited that from her. But because, yes, I have a, the band part, not the engagement ring, thank goodness, but I have little tiny bands that I stack with it. And one of those, which does have little teeny tiny diamonds on it, flew off my finger and I don't know where it is. So I, I was washing my hands and they, the stack keeps them all together. And when I was washing my hands, one flew off and my do- we found it on the floor right away. My daughter luckily spotted it. But that means the one that was holding it in, it's gone somewhere. And I don't know where or why. We've looked everywhere. And I was at the kitchen sink. So who knows? Oh, I checked down no. the... Dis- you know how like the disposal is so disgusting? Oh, yeah. But the minute... And I am terrified to go down there. But the minute I thought my ring was down there, I was like, I didn't think twice. <laughs> my hand went straight in there. I was like swirling around. Wouldn't it already be gone though if it's Well, I hadn't that. turned it on because yeah. it's the disposal. Oh, so oh, I don't know, guys. I, I, I retraced my steps. I've called some places. So maybe it will show up. I don't know. Good luck. What are the odds that she finds that ring? Not very good. I don't think they're very what? good either. I think they're good. I always tend to find it. Okay, let us know. The, uh, I always tend to find it. <laughs> hey, that's an oxymoron. I always <laughs> tend to find it. Hey, I always, I typically get my stuff back. Okay. Uh, let me play this voicemail from, this is Miranda in Virginia Beach. And this is a segment on yesterday's show where Amy accidentally called 911, right? And it's on our, our Instagram as well. Well, it wasn't an accident, but... You didn't mean for them to answer. No, 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 no. Right. I, I meant to, for us to di- to disable the emergency call before it did that. Right. So here's Miranda leaving us a voicemail last night. Morning, studio. I was dying at 
Amy showing the 911 trick on her phone. I played it for my husband, and he thinks it could possibly be staged because... Tell him why, babe. Wait, what are you doing? He didn't want to be on the phone. He didn't want to be on the air. Oh, he's going to about that. <laughs> We're going to assure you that wasn't staged. Well, why? I want to know why. Well, he, because said, he said, what are you doing? And hung up, so we don't know exactly. <laughs> because who hangs up on 911? That's probably what I was going to say. Yeah. I do. Accidentally. Accidentally. Well, yeah. you, you hung up on Well, purpose. I got nervous. Yeah. I got flustered. And yeah, watching that video back, I was cringing at myself because I was like, just say something. But I couldn't. I just freaked out. And when I freak out, I just... Throw my phone. You freaked out, for sure. Yeah. You can watch it on our Instagram, at Bobby Bone Show, but we assure you that was real. You can hear all of our reactions going, don't hang up. <laughs> I'm curious, Amy, if you think we should play the next segment, because I'll tell you what it is. And I'm sitting here, and I'm looking at it, and I'm going, should we play this on the air? What, well, what is it? Well, remember when Mike D had come up with a bunch of ideas? The first one was Will It Pizza? And he had Lunchbox go to the store with a microwave, or a, a, a grocery store pizza. Mm-hmm. And, he, and Little Caesars cooked the pizza in the store. We couldn't <laughs> believe it. Mike D had, and on that list, he had another bit. And I was, I winced at it a little bit when I saw it and I said it on the air. Will it taxidermy? Oh. Where Lunchbox calls mm-hmm. and tries to get someone to taxidermy his grandmother who passed away. <laughs> okay. Well, Lunchbox did that. We have this call. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I need to know if they're willing. Do you need to know? I do. I do. Because this is. It's a, it's, it's a joke, right? I think it's fine. Okay, so tell me why you're hesitant. It just feels weird that you're like, my grandma died. (laughs) Yeah. Will you taxidermy her? That's why it's going to be so good. You guys, you know somebody has actually called and tried to do this. Well, Lunchbox did. (laughs) They have, I bet. Let's vote. Who thinks we should play this segment next? I. Okay. I. Lunchbox? Oh, I for sure. Okay. So he just called one place. How many places did you call? I didn't call just one. It took a while. Took a while to oh. get... Yeah. Mm, interesting. It took we, a while to what? Get someone to, to admit to do it? They're agreed to do it? What? <laughs> I guess okay. so. We will do that segment. If you guys want it... We'll- yeah, I do. Okay, here's the segment. Lunchbox calls a taxidermist to see how much it would cost to taxidermy his granny. Oh, my. It's going to be great. So, set me up, Lunchbox. So, I mean, I just called places, and I was just, I explained to them kind of, oh, you know, it passed away on Saturday, and I just want to have it in the house. And I didn't refer to it as Granny until later. That way I could keep him on the line, and he thinks it's an animal. And then when I hit him with Granny, kind of goes downhill. So, but this is one call to one place. Yeah, this is one call to one place. Did you try to call other places and they just wouldn't even? They they wouldn't. I, I had to change my strategy because I kind of went in with the granny at the beginning, and they would just hang up and they wouldn't. They didn't give me the time of day. And then I realized, okay, you can't say granny right off the bat because it gets people a little like ah, ah, I'm out. Click. So I did it a different way. Okay, here's lunchbox calling a taxidermist to see if they would taxidermy his granny. Okay. Taxidermy. This. Hey, I was just calling because. We lost her this weekend, and I, you know, I, I'm trying to see how much it is going to be to get her stuffed. Well, uh, what are we talking about here? Uh, how big's your your specimen there? She's about, I mean, five foot two. Oh, wow! I yeah. got got a deer or something? Huh? Yeah. Uh, oh, good. she yeah, right. well, near, near and dear to my heart for sure. Near and dear to my heart. 
It's just so hard yeah. because she always went on family vacation. She always came to the little league to watch us play baseball, and just we've had her, you know, just my entire life. And oh well, I'm <laughs> I'm sorry to hear about that. Although it seems a little strange, uh, <laughs> taking you know taking an animal to a to a baseball game. I guess you know that one uh, that size. And do so when I bring her in, do. Do I bring Granny's outfit that she wanted to be buried, you know, that she wanted to be stuffed in? Uh, hold on. Do, by Granny, do you mean your grandmother, like a human being grandmother? Yeah, it's my mom's mom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm going to tell you this straight up, you know. Uh, if you're expecting me to, to taxidermy your grandmother, it's illegal in the United States to do that. And so I'm telling you right now, bud, you just better get a good grasp of this, is that I'm not going to stuff your grandma. Oh, oh, oh. Wow, that was like, what? (laughs) Unnecessary, right? He's very passionate about it, though. I think I wanted to fight lunchbox, dude. He's like, you sicko. (laughs) That's amazing. Oh, wow. He went from being caring, I'm really sorry, I hate that too. About well. his specimen, and then it's like, well, that's a little odd. <laughs> to just being angry. That's that funny. Freaked him out. Good call. Nice job, lunchbox. Nice job, Mike D. You weirdos. All right. I got on a conference call yesterday on this app that's called Clubhouse, and it's basically we talked about it on the show. It's basically this app where you get on and you're listening to a conference call by people that you probably never get to meet in real life because they're cool, but you get to be in and hear what they're saying. So. I was invited to go on because our CEO was speaking and he messaged me and goes, hey, would you hop on this thing for a few minutes? And I get on. I'm like, yeah, sure. So I was here at the show yesterday and I turn it on. Eddie's sitting across from me. And as soon as I pop on, they're like, hey, Bobby Bones is here. And there's this room's packed full of people. And they're like, hey, talk about the future of audio. And I'm like, well, for me, I consider radio to be anything that's on your phone. It can be a podcast. It can be radio. I talk about how I think that we have developed relationships with our listeners because we tell long form stories. We... You know, it's much better than TV in many ways because we can actually sit down, have a casual conversation, and people can feel like they know it, on and on and on. Well, I start to look in this little room, this little clubhouse room, and I see Katie Couric in the room listening. No way. Yeah. And then I see someone else, and I'm like, is that really her? So as I'm talking, I click her profile, and her page opens up, and it is her. Eddie, what do I say out loud? He goes, I'm I, 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 sorry, guys. I just got to take a minute. I see Paris Hilton's in the room right now. I got I got to say hi real quick. So he says hi to Paris Hilton. She it, was in there listening. I was like, Paris Hilton, what up? That is hilarious. And I didn't know they could just chime in, but she just comes on and goes, what up? <laughs> <laughs> I was in the middle of work, and I look up like, what just happened? Oh. It was pretty funny. Did you tell her I liked her documentary? No, because oh, okay. it wasn't about that. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. But That's I fin- funny. I know. It's just funny how we, we geek out. Let's, we have a job where we get to meet a lot of cool people, but that doesn't mean we're cool, right? But it's all audio, <laughs> right? Not. Yeah, but you're seeing pictures of everybody who's in there. Okay, so, and then, okay. And then someone's, you, if they, <laughs> you want to talk, you just tell the leader? Um, if you're allowed on the stage, you can talk at any time. Oh, okay. You just turn your mute off. Hmm, gotcha. But there's also hundreds of people who aren't allowed on the stage. Well, I'm just saying, like, if Katie Couric wanted to chime in. She, and she did later. Oh, okay. But I didn't shout her out. I was like, Paris Hill, what up? <laughs> <laughs> So cool. yeah, it was pretty funny. Wow! Uh, hope you guys are good. Hope you have an awesome day today. Tomorrow's show will be a lot of fun because the front men of country are coming in. Now it's the lead singer of Lone Star. I'm probably going to get him to do Amazed. It's the lead singer of Little Texas. I'm probably going to get him to do that one. Of course, yes, yes. You have to. It's the lead singer of Restless Heart. 
So I'm probably going to get him to do the sad one. Oh, if we try. Yeah. Oh, that's so good, so dude. They're going to be in tomorrow to play on the show, which I'm very excited about. Are we talking to brothers tomorrow, too? No. It's not tomorrow? No. When are they coming on the Monday. show? Monday. Brothers Osborne will be on Monday. Yeah. Okay, we got guests out the wazoo this week. Uh, so you guys hang out. Be back tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. Hey, hey. Bobby Bones.